Anthony Down Air Podcast. We're back for another episode. Happy Valentine's Day. My Valentine is here. That'd be Frankie C. How you oh, doing, my man? See, no, that, that's very sweet of you. Very sweet. Happy Valentine's Day. And now the gruesome stuff. Uh, like mm. Brian Laundry's full autopsy released with really gross details on his last days. We'll share it all with you here. Uh, plus, Prince Andrew's lawyers request the infamous photo, famous, infamous, however you want to say it. The conspiracy behind uh, Bob Saget's death continues to grow. Uh, we've got the uh, Canada's losing their minds with this uh, trucker convoy. They're just going crazy. We'll get into it. Uh, and then Super Bowl. Lots to talk about there. Snoop Super Warm Up. Eminem kneeling, the Super Bowl commercials, Kanye losing it over the weekend, kind of all ties into the Super Bowl. He was there as well. Uh, we'll discuss all of that. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, feeling the love from the ATF. Those are the people who control all the guns. Frank, uh, they're sending out some love today. Interesting the tweet guns. from them. Yeah, the uh, the firearm people. Oh. You know. uh, conservative, by the way, oh, back to the Super Bowl. Conservatives cannot handle a halftime show. They They never seem to be able to. We lost the great Ivan Reitman and yeah, fan sucked. feedback. Yay. Big show. Big, big show. Big Valentine's show. Let's go. Uh, Brian Laundrie, uh, full autopsy release. So we've d- discussed a lot of Brian Laundrie stuff, but this is like that final big full autopsy report that gets released. Uh, so this has a lot of information to it. Um, obviously, he died from self-inflicted uh, gunshot wound. We know that. Uh, now we know that his scattered bones had been gnawed on by rodents and they believe feral dogs after his death. Um, they describe the way he died. A single bullet entered through his brain at the left temple, exited through the right temple, traveling slightly upward, according to the full uh, autopsy and forensic report. Authorities recovered a vast majority of his skeleton aside from a few bones from his teeth and face and scattered in plain sight, they said. His bones showed signs of gnawing and chewing from post-mortem scavenging and carnivore activity, including portions of his arms and legs, according to this report. Uh, the report said these areas are consistent with carnivorous and omnivores, including canines such as feral dogs and coyotes, along with rodents and raccoons. So a little bit of everything. Thought, I would have thought gators. You would have thought gate. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, that's a shocker. I thought especially swampy. I mean, that was the area that they found him in was all flooded mm. for a while. They couldn't get in there. I would have thought gators for sure. But dogs, I didn't. If you gave me a list of 100 animals or 100 guesses of animals, I never would have said dogs. Yeah, feral dogs. Yeah, I mean, I guess dogs. you don't really realize how many dogs are kind of just running around, you know, in the swamps of Florida. Uh, you know, who the hell? Yeah, I guess there's so. a bunch of dogs down there. You know, it's weird, though, like you have a your dog's a rescue, right? Yeah. OK, I had a rescue. We're kind of like, eh, maybe we'll get another one. We're, so I've been keeping my eye on the thing. It feels like every dog is either from Texas or Florida or I feel like a lot of the dogs, rescue dogs that we see up here in the north come from the south originally. So I don't know what that is. I don't know if they're just all kind of running around and, you know, yeah, my uh, Dexter, my my dog, he was in Georgia. We, we found Georgia. him online, yeah, a rescue place, and they drove him up to Jersey, and we went and got him. That seems to be like the thing. I don't know what that is exactly. I'm sure somebody in the comments could tell us. I'd love to hear from you. Let us know. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that seems to be the thing. So yeah, feral dogs. Um, yeah, but he wasn't wild. My my dog, my dog was well 
given up by a family and we took him out. I saw him take on a pretzel this past weekend and it was brutal. So he goes nuts on the pretzels. Who doesn't? Right. Uh, Laundry's toxicology report showed no sign of drug use. Authorities also found personal items at the scene, uh, which belonged to a young man, including a pair of green shorts, slip on shoes, a white metal ring, a backpack and a handgun on the dirt in the ground. The scene was secluded by overgrown vegetation. I guess that's why, because they were running uh, drones all through that whole area and couldn't come across yeah, the vegetation. This. That stuff. I mean, I'm surprised they found all of that stuff in the same general area with the way the, the, the way it flooded, flooded um, for what was it? Like three weeks or two, three weeks that they couldn't find them. Plus the animals. You think that the animals would have taken some parts and different, you know, scattered them a little more. I know. I think it was. I think he was gone for. It was more than it was like a month a and a half, month. right? Yeah, yeah, more. yeah, yeah. Uh, the firearm found next to the remains was a Windicator revolver with two live rounds and one used round of ammunition. At a nearby secondary scene, authorities found animal skeletal remains, a handwritten half note, and a Moab coffee roaster's hat, according to the report. Authorities also located that dry bag that we've discussed in the in the past including a laundry's journal and a wooden box with a small notebook and a picture of himself. Not sure what that is. I don't know what the white ring is all about. And also the fact that they found skeletal remains of an animal. He could have killed an animal to eat him, to stay alive, to try to. Yeah. And then he just gave up at some point. I don't know. Uh, That's what it seems to me. The white ring. Just seems like it's something maybe that he wore. Who the hell knows? Doesn't seem too weird. I mean, yeah, it's just a ring, I would imagine. Uh, Along with prior reports, they believe his body was submerged in up to three feet of water in the Florida swamp for an extended period of time. Uh, When the swamp waters receded, that's when his remains were discovered. The scene was evacuated by authorities uh, to search for the additional bones and personal items that might have been buried. And the uprooted dirt was placed in a five-gallon tub, five-gallon tubs, I should say, and sifted through. Uh, so they went, they really, they did their due diligence to scavenger the area for right. any other information. Of course, we know he was identified by his uh, skeletal remains, uh, some genetic material that was on one of his teeth, and two femur bones that they matched with DNA swabs taken from his parents. Uh, the report also said that Laundry took no medications and he did not have a primary care physician. Authorities say they asked the parents about their son's, quote, social history, but that Mr. and Mrs. Laundry stated they did not want to provide that information. I don't get that. I mean, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, he's already is no more what damage to, yeah. to be done here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess if they don't talk about the fact that he was a little bit of a psychopath, there's an idea that maybe we can assume that he was a psychopath. I mean, you'd have to kind of be. I mean, for him to kill his girlfriend um, and then drive back from <laughs> drive drive past yeah. twenty states. We're not saying he was in his he was in a good state of mind. Yeah, um, I'd love you know I mean, the only unanswered questions are why you know what 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 why did he have you know. Mm-hmm. What the hell, man? Well, it's nice to get this, though, because this answers some questions about the gun and yeah. was he on drugs and, you know, uh, it answered some questions. But again, yeah. un- until we find out 
what was in that notebook in that dry bag and then another notebook in a box with a picture of himself a handwritten note of some kind yeah i would love to be able to read uh some of that stuff one day and i think we'll get i don't think these things stay secret forever we'll find it out i don't know if it's a year five years 15 20 years but at some point somebody's going to find that information and and there'll be a documentary made i'm sure of some kind yeah i don't know Uh, it's got to be something i'm sure there's someone that'll that lives down there that'll have access to some of this stuff yeah so and i don't know like there's that freedom of the information act too so i don't know if a newspaper can sue because it usually always is a newspaper can sue for this information i don't know if it's private if it goes back to the laundries it might not even have to sue i mean it's probably just you know once a case is done with it's probably i don't know how much of it remains i feel like it's all you know open you know here here you go this is these are the facts if you want to know there's a police report i'm sure that i mean unless it has to do with either another ongoing case or sensitive uh material that like you know like intelligence you know work or something like that i feel like it's it would be an open thing well it'll be up to the family i guess but you know what'll happen it'll be 20 30 years from now when his parents are old and dying or dead and and the sister maybe make a couple bucks on it. You know, she'll be right. like, yeah, sure. Here, take it. Yeah, you know. yeah, that could be. Give me 50 grand and, and you can have it as part of your documentary. And right. And that'll That's be the possibility. Um, Prince Andrew news. Let's get into that right after our Jumpstart Coffee Company read. And that would make a great gift for Valentine's Day, Frank, some Jumpstart Coffee. True that. I brewed some up yesterday morning before the Super Bowl. Had a nice little cup and a half. Got my picks together. It was a nice, uh, nice little Sunday. Starting off with Jumpstart Coffee, the way I like to start things off. Uh, great coffee, great cause. They uh, support the uh, troops, Navy SEAL Foundation, with fifty percent of their proceeds by selling a bag like that right there that Frank is holding up. He's got the dark roast blend. Of course, they've got the uh, the medium roast. They've got the decaf, if that's your thing as well. Uh, so many different flavors that you can get. Um, I love the dark roast. That's what I made the co- the uh, coffee ice cream out of. They also have the espresso blend, the light roast, the medium roast, as I said. Uh, decaf. Talking about coming out with a half-calf. Ooh. Half-calf. Yeah, big time. Love, love it. They're growing. Company's growing. They get more creative, more more fancy. Yeah, very, Keep very coming. fancy, that half-calf. Love it. Uh, Save 15% with the promo code AOA15 when you order with the link in the description below of this episode. Uh, Whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, watching on Spotify, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. The link is in the description. Click on that and order up your Jumpstart Coffee Company. You save 15% when you use that promo code AOA15. Check out their subscribe and save. You can get a bag or two however much you want, deliver to your house each and every single month so you never have to worry about your coffee needs ever again. It is way better than buying that huge vat of shit from Costco or BJ's or Sam's Club. It's garbage. It's not Jumpstart Coffee Company, and it also doesn't go to support the Navy SEAL Foundation. Keep that in mind. Every time you get your bag of coffee, just remember half of what you paid for it right to the Navy SEAL every time, every month. Every single month. It's a great, great deal. Thanks to Jumpstart Coffee Company for the continued support. Thank you guys for purchasing the Jumpstart Coffee. Uh, orders are still coming in like crazy, and that is a, that's a great thing to see. 
Uh, Prince Andrew and his lawyers, they have asked his accuser, Virginia Roberts Jeffrey, to give them the original photo that shows the pair posing together at Ghislaine's London flat, according See, to thought, a new report. I thought that photo was, they said they couldn't get it or couldn't find it. It was long gone. Who knows what the original is? Uh, I mean, you think she has it? That would be a, incredible if she still had it. Well, this is coming from Andrew Brettler, who's one of Prince Andrew's U.S.-based lawyers. You know, you're getting into the shit when you have to have a, a lawyer, you know, in based multiple in, countries. Yep. Um, has arranged for a photographic expert to examine the image in a bid to cast doubt about its authenticity. Uh, and of course, the suit overall. Um, the alleged victim has said the infamous photo was taken upstairs at Maxwell's London mansion in 2001 after they had been at a nightclub with Andrew Epstein and Maxwell herself. Uh, the Queen's son claiming that the photo was fake. We talked about that in the last couple episodes. His ex-girlfriend came out and said that the photo was fake as well. He said in that awful interview that we always talk about that he had no recollection of that photograph. Um, um, he added that it's a photograph of a photograph of a photograph. Nobody can prove whether or not that photograph has been doctored. Andrew also claimed during that interview that the photo couldn't be real because as a member of the royal family, he doesn't hug people. Uh, Jeffrey has previously said that she handed the controversial photo over to the FBI back in 2011. The request for the photo comes as Andrew is scheduled to give evidence in London next month as part of his defense in an ongoing suit. Uh, for which oh, so Jeff allegedly, the, the apparently the... FBI has that original phone. Well, that's what Virginia Jeffrey has been saying. She said right. that she handed it over to the FBI and they have it. Well, how do you get a, anything like that back from the FBI? Well, you file a motion with the court to have them. They're the ones who can be, you know, they'll be able to get it if, you know, if it's right. there. If the court grants the motion. Right. You know, we'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure, you know, if you're making a stink out of it and you're saying it's a fake I'm sure the court's got to get to the bottom of it, but how you prove that? I mean, supposedly, you know, he's saying it's a photo of a photo of a photo. I think her stance is it's a photo. Like, yeah, a photo of a photo of a photo. Even if that's true, doesn't mean it's fake. Yeah, and I feel like, because this was 2001, so we still had, like, you people were still developing film at the time. Still getting photos for, like, your photo album. It wasn't really... right. They weren't, I, the cell phones weren't like this. They were like flip phones and right. BS. Right, right. And I, right, because it was either with a disposable or a digital camera or some something of the of the sort. Um, but I want to say, and it's so hard, Frank, because I feel like we've been talking about this for like a year and a half and, and a lot. So I, you know, you, ever, you can't hold on to every single fact. But I want to say that at some point somebody said, that there was like, you know, it was photo paper. Like you could tell, like, you know, on the back, it would be like Fujifilm or some shit like that. I want to say that they thought that that was on the back of the original. So who, who knows? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe. But the question is where, who said that? When did they see the original? Where is the original? Like, let's get it back. If it's that easy. I don't I know, know how they, I don't know how they do it, though, because I mean, even back then, yeah. you could, their Photoshop existed. Sure. You could Photoshop it. Sure. I mean, to be able to prove that you Photoshop something, I don't know how you do that. I really don't. Well, the uh, if you get the original, that would help. 
I mean, wouldn't that disprove any kind of photoshopping? I guess that the film, like if you if you be able to find that, but once you develop it, isn't that destroyed? What the negative? Yeah, depends if there is a negative. If it's a digital camera, there's no negative. True. You know, if you're using film, yeah, there's a negative. But I mean, I don't know. Coming from somebody who who uses Photoshop, like especially the, I mean, again, this is 2001, so it's you know the the point is mute, mute, but like. The latest round of Photoshop is insane what you can do. Yeah. No. Like stuff that used to take you hours to do. Like now you could literally, there is a thing to, to unfatten a face on Photoshop. Like I you feel just, like they've had that. Yeah. They've had it for a couple of years. You just, you select a face, you, you put like dots, like certain points of, you know, whatever, and then you just suck it right in. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, I don't get that. Like, what, how, I understand like maybe a tiny bit, but then it's not. Like if it's me in a picture and I do that, it's not really me in the picture. I I, right? Yeah, I, people. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that is like that's when that's when that power becomes too. It's too much. Like yeah, this is what I much. wish I looked like. But yeah, what's the point of this picture if it's only gonna make me think? Yeah, I really don't look like this. That's why I get that from a standpoint of all like, oh, you want to look good, but at some point you have to turn up in front of people, and it's gonna be even worse of a reaction. If you're constantly photoshopping yourself yeah, in a better like, state, exactly, exactly. You, 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 this isn't you. It's bad. I mean, it's it's we're getting carried away with the Photoshop stuff, and to like a weird level where any you could put anybody in any picture, and it looks, you know, and you could do anything to that picture. Everybody yeah. looks different. It's insane now. The I latest, mean, the latest yeah. crazy thing I saw, they have the font finder now. So if you take a picture of like a sign or something or somebody's like storefront and it can identify the font. Yeah, that's see, like I I thought the there was a thing. I, I don't know if it's on iPhones or whatever, but if you take if you put the camera on like a, a phrase like it's you know, like in front of a store or something. Yes, you can scan the Yeah, you can. No, but if the, it, no, no, no. But if it's like in Italian, it'll translate it right on your screen. Yeah. They have, yeah. It's a thing, right? That's the yeah. thing. If I took a picture of our screen right now, I could highlight coats. Like I could select it like it was, I could highlight it and select it like it was text. I'd love to know what font that is. Coats. We'll find out. After How do show. we do, can, can we do that? After the show, I'm going to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Although it, it doesn't take Photoshop font. for me to realize that you're looking for swingers for you and your wife now with the pineapple. First the of hearts. all, what's happening? The hearts are for Valentine's Day. The pineapple, it's a bag. It's a gift bag that we got, mm-hmm. and it's not an upside down pineapple. From I, a swinger party? From a, the last swinger party we went to, they were handing out these goodie bags. So the- Can't tell you what was in them. <laughs> it's a secret of the swinger party. Yeah. But the bag, from what I understand, the pineapple would have to be, be upside down. Mm. Otherwise, it's just a pineapple with some sunglasses on. Mm. If it was a swinger thing and I was this bold, I would tell you it's a swinger thing. I, I know, probably but probably not hide it. It feels like you're risking it. Like, okay, I buy the upside down pineapple thing because I've heard that too. Uh, but you know, what if you're wrong? Like, what if you have it incorrect? What if it is? So, just what am I risking? Pineapple? I don't know. You're gonna get some offers, I think. If that's the worst that happens, then that's <laughs> if they offer. You throw the line out there. See, to see if anybody bites I'm on not, the fishing line. There's no lines. This is not an offer to anybody watching. Okay. It's not an offer. It's just a. It's just a. 
well, I'm glad you said. with sunglasses. I'm glad That's you said, because I believe you have to clarify. Yeah, not an offer. <laughs> Offers denied. Well, who put that up there? You or your wife? Because that's gonna make that's gonna give us some that more was, information. That was it was a collaboration. We both. Uh oh. We were like, what, how, who could we get with this? That's Thinking about it a little bit. We said, you know, we you know that it's Valentine's Day. People looking for love. I get it. Thing, Spice know? it up a little. We throw we throw a line at this. See if hey, anybody bites. Don't make you a bad person, right? Does not. Um, the Bob Saga conspiracy theory is growing. See now, I I'm, I like conspiracy theories as much as the next person, but I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's you know how many deaths do we see like this? Not a lot, especially among famous uh, people, celebrities. But I, I think this might just be just as simple as a he hit his head and went to sleep, and that was, and it was more damage than he thought. Okay. Uh, there was a Fox News story. Right out. there. You lost me already. Just yesterday. Stop it. Fox News does some good. Okay. Dude. Fox News, Hannity, and uh, Tucker can go fuck themselves. But Fox News, the actual news department, there are some good people there who actually try and put out real news. Name one. They're not big. They're not, not a lot of them. Name one. But there's a couple. <laughs> okay. There's a couple. And it's not necessarily TV people. It's the people... We're running the site and actually doing some of the reporting. I know people are going to be like, well, Fox, I know people are going to have Frank's reaction. But the truth of the matter is, is there is a Fox News department. It's actual news that gets overshadowed by the the cable news channel um, that actually does good work that provides news. ABC has a has this as well that provides news for a lot of radio stations for a lot of different outlets. It's true. ABC does the same thing. Um, Westwood One had a new had a I'm news just, division. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I know. What's, what's happening on Fox? I'm just explaining to the people that real news, some real news does exist. Uh, yeah. So when I say Fox News, I don't mean Hannity. As soon as you say Fox News, <clears> I, I just immediately go, what do they say? And of course, it's a, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah I, I get it. I get it. So what do you got? Anyway, they were talking about his death. They were diving into it a little bit more. And also what like the Daily Mail was reporting. Um, health experts are weighing in on the autopsy report, questioning the investigation and the cause of the blow to the comedian's head that led to his death, which is what I did just a few days ago. And you were laughing at me. Um, well, we were all questioning it. I get it. It's it's a blow to the back of the head, multiple fractures. I, I understand. Well, this gave a little bit more information. The autopsy report, which said Saget suffered multiple fractures stretching from the back to the front of the skull and along the eye sockets, uh, also revealed that there was bleeding across both sides of his brain. The Daily Mail cited one report in which a doctor said the injuries in the autopsy appeared consistent with a blow to the skull with a baseball bat or falling 20 to 30 feet. So we're talking about he fell in the hotel to now this one person is like, this is kind of like a baseball bat to the head slash I fell off a ladder. I mean, he was tall, but he wasn't that tall. Now, there was no, I, I have to imagine there's a police report on this. And I have to imagine that they searched that entire hotel room 
top to bottom, left to right, and they had to look at all the possible things in that room he could have hit his head on. And I also have to imagine if the if the injury was that severe, that there would be some kind of evidence on whatever he hit. Like if it was the sink, you would think there would be a crack or a, uh, a something on the sink that would indicate he smacked his head as if falling from 20 to 30 feet. Um, Fox News spoke with Dr. Fred Davis, an associate chair of emergency medicine at Northwell Health in New York. He's an emergency department physician and an assistant professor at Hofstra University, right here where Frank and I are broadcasting from on Long Island. And he says that uh, he has some re he has some questions around the recent severity of Sackett's injuries. Uh, he says that he was not involved in Sackett's case, but said on Sunday, quote, the extent of injuries as reported by the autopsy is usually seen in significant traumatic events. It involved breaks in the bones of the skull in multiple areas, which tends to happen with high force injuries. The growing belief that Saget's injuries are from something more than a fall had experts weighing in on various media outlets. The Orange County Sheriff's Office, which headed the investigation into Saget's death, took to social media to address the concerns. Could you Yarn. imagine if this turns out to be someone attacked him? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not impossible. I no. just don't, you know, a crazy fan or whatever the case may be. I can't, oh, man, that would be. Sheriff John Mina of the Orange County Sheriff's Office said that although the injuries were severe, there were no signs of struggle and said we do not believe he was struck by anything. Mina also said that Saget's injuries were likely from a fall where he hit the back of his head on a flat surface, such as a bathroom floor. The autopsy report also revealed that the comedian tested positive for COVID. Nobody knew that. Blah, blah, blah. Forensic scientists told Fox News that the investigation, such as Saget's, are complex and involve a collaborative effort between the medical examiner, law enforcement investigators, forensic investigators, including crime team and crime lab officials, and the district attorney. They told Fox that the investigative hypotheses are typically formed while the influx of substantiated evidence will prove or disprove the hypothesis. According to the Orange County Sheriff's Office, Saget's death was ruled as an accidental death. There were no signs of alcohol or drugs. The case is closed. So I get it. There was no struggle in the hotel room. But I mean, you gotta, I, I just can't help but think that there's not something more, even if there wasn't, even if the whole hotel room wasn't knocked, you know, knocked on its side, like it doesn't mean that somebody didn't. Go, like I said, look at. I want to see the tapes. Look at the tapes of the room. Did somebody sneak up there? Also, let me throw this out there to you. There was a documentary done on people who had traumatic brain injuries, concussions specifically. I don't know if you remember this, Frank. You remember? This is going back maybe ten years or so, but there was a woman who got on. It wasn't the Major Deegan. It was one of the highways north, Whitestone-ish area, somewhere up there, going up to upstate. She got on the road and she drove in the wrong direction for like, I don't know, 10 miles or some crazy shit. It was a huge story. And she had kids in the car with her. That sounds vaguely familiar. Do you remember this? And they did, they did a documentary on it and they were doing a study. I don't know if they ever came to a conclusive point 
But I do remember this one part where they wondered if it wasn't the fact that she had just gone crazy and was trying to, you know, kill people and herself and these kids. But they wondered if she had suffered a concussion and not known about it. Because when you, when sometimes when you get concussed, you can have some erratic and crazy behavior. Yeah, if your brain's affected, yeah. Right. And and there was like no, like they were talking to her on the phone or she was leaving a cell phone. I forget what it was. But there was no sign of anything that she was doing anything wrong, this woman. And I bring it up now because I wonder, is it possible that this guy was out and he leaves the show and he's walking wherever and he gets, you know, he gets knocked over the back of the head Boom, straight down to the floor, hops up in a daze, in in a concussed state, makes his way back to his hotel, crashes on the bed, and boom, that's it. See, what I what what I could envision happening is someone, like you say, someone maybe followed him or whatever, a fan followed him even maybe to the hotel room. Might not have been a struggle, but they could have caught him off guard. Right. And even if there was a struggle, the person doesn't mean the person responsible couldn't have, you know, if the chair was knocked over, they couldn't have picked up the chair that, you know, they couldn't clean up, whatever. That's what I'm saying, especially if there's no blood. If they hit him and he just goes down and he's out and there's no blood. I mean, the person might not have even known if they they killed him, they killed him. They could have just said, oh, I knocked him out. Like right. you see in a movie, you know, someone gets knocked out, they get hit in the head and get knocked out, and they're right. fine the next scene. But and, you know, I, I, and again, well, there wasn't anything missing from the room. Well, okay, maybe they fucking panicked when he dropped after, like you know, you know they what I mean? They probably weren't. They couldn't have. Maybe they weren't there to rob him. Maybe it was just they could have been there to rob him, and they panicked. Or maybe, like you said, it could have been a fan. There could have been some kind of struggle, and yeah. and it was like, oh, I'm calling the, I'm calling security or whatever, and. And that right. was it. Or, or maybe he fell and hit his head. But again, I. I but when, when that kind of damage, you're right. I mean, they're, yeah. they're saying, they're saying that kind of damage to be done. Uh, you gotta. You when you have other it. experts chiming and going, well, this is like a, a fall of like thirty feet. You know. Oh, like, now we believe the experts. But when there's a vaccine. <laughs> No, the like, experts could, could be wrong. I, but I don't know. Who knows what it was? Maybe he was horsing around in the back of, the, you know, after the show, the comedy club, and he slipped and fell. You know, who knows? There's, I just have a hard time thinking he slipped on his bathroom floor. If he was horsing around the backstage of the club or whatever, someone would have seen him fall and said, yeah, I saw him hit his head. Think he was horsing around by himself? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's something to this. I don't Where's, think was, where was his opener? You know, they, these guys always have openers, whether they're local or they're traveling with somebody. There just was, there was just, there was such a lack of anything, information. You know, the wife was just like, oh, it's just, yeah, it's sad. Didn't, you know, nothing like, you know, it's just, I don't know. And I'm sorry, but to, to, for this guy to be like, well, the hotel room is all in order. So, you know, case closed. Like, what? Yeah. Like, why couldn't the person, whoever would do that, come in? Maybe they didn't make a mess. Maybe they just hit him on the head and that was it and put him in bed. Or maybe they made a mess and maybe they cleaned it up. They weren't. They may not have been in a rush. Just because there's no sign of a struggle doesn't mean there wasn't a struggle. 
Yep. You know, if someone went in there either with or without the intention to hurt him and ends up hurting him, doesn't mean that they didn't clean up their tracks on the way out. I don't love it. It, it is weird. It is sketchy. Um, until they show us, you know, these these conspiracy theories, they're going to keep growing until they show us, listen, we went over this. These are pictures, these uh, photos of the room. Here's where he, here's the, the hotel room. Here's the bathroom. Here's this, here's that. We went through everything. We fingerprinted. We did all this. The, the you know, who found them, all the interviews, the cameras. I mean, did they do all that? I'm sure. You would hope so, but they, they should say. And then release the footage. And I'm sure there's, there might not be cameras in the hotel hallway, but there's cameras in the elevators. I think there's cameras in the hallways of hotels. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. They, sure. But or I elevator. Think yeah. Elevator. Something. Should definitely be. Uh, the lobby, you know, just that night between this hour and this hour, get a picture of everybody that went up and down, in and out. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. would have done that? Like this case closed. Oh, the hotel room looks like it's in order. That to be it. Yeah. What the fuck? This is got a pizza. Mickey Mouse Club fuck? running this investigation. It was a. It was a pretty quick. Well, he's in bed, so there's no yeah. struggle. Oh, what? Yeah. I feel like, not to make light of this, but it's like, it's like the Ace Ventura crew came in. You remember when Ace Ventura, when the whole there's like a, two dozen cops in the in the room, and then he comes in and does the. I feel yeah. like we need someone like that to come in and be like, this is what happened. Yeah. When all the other cops are standing there going, no, nah, open and shut. <laughs> I feels like if you call the Orange County Sheriff's Office, you go, Mickey Mouse, yeah, I can I help you, you know? Right? I mean, uh, I don't know what they're doing down there. What are they doing? I mean, listen, I don't know the, I'm not a cop. You're not a cop. I'm sure they went, you know, you want to believe they went through all the steps necessary to rule this the right way, but. I'm just glad you're you've come over to my side. It feels like you're kind of coming over to my side. A little. I I I hate to be like on my side, (laughs) on your side at all for any reason. But no, I mean, but yeah, there are quite there are unanswered. The best I'll give you is there are definitely unanswered questions here that need answers. I'm not going to say that there was a huge conspiracy to take out Bob Saget. That's a weird. Yeah. No, I don't think that either. No. You know, but there's. There are questions that need answers. I don't know foul play or not. I don't know because all these questions, the, the the amount of impact on the back of his head is right. If if they're right in saying that, you know, just a, a regular old fall isn't going to do it, then, yeah, there's a, there's a question there that, that needs answering. I mean, just because the case is closed doesn't mean that people can't still investigate like, reopen it well there's got to be public outcry that's the only way that's going to happen let me ask you this okay so there's the, there's the people the police who handle the case they close the case can anybody else come out come in from the outside have nothing to do with the yeah. and and try to work the case themselves uh federal no like just anybody like like uh, another uh, a retired cop you know um, could come in and be like i'm i'm gonna do my own investigating yeah. or private eye can come in and do his own. I yeah. want to see the hotel room. I want to see this. I want to see that. Well, they can try. They can ask. Um, that doesn't mean that the hotel or anybody has to comply or go along. Right. With it. Yeah. 
but they can try. I mean, I think a lot of people, a lot of people hire private investigators in, in these types of situations. But the thing is, is his wife, his new wife, seemed just like, okay, you're fine. Like, no, like, well, that's, this is wait. suspicious. This is a little odd. Well, let's, you know, give a little. Uh, I get it. It's devastating. You want yeah. to be like, all right, give him a little credit, a little benefit of the doubt. I'm sure if, you know, I'm sure whoever is in charge went through everything with her and said, listen, we went through this up and down. And if the wife is, you know, I'm sure she went, you know, did you look at this? Did you, I'm sure they asked all the questions. We're not going to get all the questions and answers. Mm. We're not, we have nothing to do with it. Uh, we don't know any of the people involved, all this stuff. So it's not like we're, they're going to tell us anything in the public. But I'm sure the family knows the details. I would be asking. I mean, it, this would just not sit right with me. I just, I don't know. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be yeah, because uh, you didn't you didn't get that. I'm sure they got to ask these kinds of questions and they were. Convinced. I don't know. Again, I just feel like her statement came very fast. Very, what was very her fast. statement? It just was it that it was that, an accident. What did that it say? was sad and, and we want our privacy and all respectable stuff. It's just all right. So it no, didn't, she didn't like, say anything like case closed. No, but if she thinks she would be like, I can't believe it. This, you know, I, I would like this to be investigated more. He is a celebrity who know you know well not forgetting celebrity is your husband right even if he's nobody you still would want it investigated to see what the hell happened even if he wasn't nobody yeah because you know what people do weird shit at hotels people kill people at hotels for no reason hey you, know, you don't have to be a celebrity for that shit no. to happen could have been anything you ever had that happen to you i had that happen to me what I was I was in a I don't even remember where we were. I have to ask my mother. We, we were, were just talking about how people get killed in hotels for no reason. And then you said, "Has that ever happened to you?" I'm like, "Did I ever get killed in a hotel room for no reason?" No, no, no I, I I not you get killed. No, but we were in a hotel. We we were out for the day, whatever. We come back. There's cops everywhere. I'm like this is weird. Like what happened? Like and they were like, "Oh, we can't really tell you." We're like okay, like what floor are you on or whatever floor we were on. They're like, all right, but the detective, you know, the, this detective's gonna go up with you. We were like, what? And we're walking, and and I'm like, sh like we're like, we get up to the floor, and there's even more cops there, and they we're like, this is weird. And then we're walking, and then the, it was the room right across from our room. Dude. Yeah. What the, did they? Did you find out what happened? They didn't say anything, and I and I was, I don't know how old I was. But I don't remember my parents. Like my parents were just like, oh, it looks like somebody got into a fight or something. But somebody was dead. They How many dead. cops? A lot of cops. Yeah. If it was a fight between two people, especially. Yeah. Yeah. The handful of cops, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it wasn't a fight. They were just telling me that because I was younger. But there was oh, definitely oh, right. somebody dead. It was very dead. Uh, yeah. They had I the mean, tape out on the front of the thing and everything. They weren't letting anybody in. You couldn't get one answer out of anybody. They didn't ask you questions being right across the hall. Yeah, you would think so. No, I, I think it might have been a pretty opening. Were you in Florida? Because <laughs> they don't seem to ask a lot of questions. I think it was a domestic thing that got out of hand. I don't think there was any like, oh, there was a body and nobody that I think there was the, the person who did it, it was, was pretty, pretty. Yeah, straightforward. That's what I gathered. It was more of just like just grabbing up some information kind of a deal. Man, um, Justin Trudeau invokes the Emergencies Act. So this is the okay. holy shit valve in uh, Canada. Right. 
Um, he announced this today. He's enacting the Emergencies Act for the first time in Canadian history. Hey. In response to the ongoing protests over the COVID-19 restrictions in Ottawa and around Canada. He says the act will be limited in time, scope, and geographical area, and that it is not being used to call in the military or to override the charter. The act, which was established in 1988, allows the federal government to override the provinces and authorize special temporary measures to ensure security during national emergencies. Wow. We're talking about a group of truck drivers, and they're right. acting like this is a national emergency. So is there one road in Canada? Well, I think the problem is, is this is a very main artery between the United States and Canada that they have clogged up that has shut down factories in both countries. Well, then that's an emergency. From getting goods and things. I mean, that you know, listen, I know people are very on the side of the truckers, and I'm not saying I'm not, but I... I did see, you know, a couple of like the, the locals, this is driving them crazy. There was people, literally, I saw a family of people just walking by with a sign that was like, please go home. And it said, please, that's how you knew it was on the Canada, Canada. side. Because <laughs> yeah. if that was in America, it'd be go the fuck home. Go the fuck home, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, please go home because they can't like this is like killing their little town. Um, I, mean, I don't know what's going on in Canada. Before I, you can, yeah, no, I give you your thing to step in. I was listening to another Canadian gentleman who was saying that um, even though a lot of people think that these restrictions are crazy at this point, that's still like sixty-five percent. I mean, it's as tight as it's ever been. And like in the America, in America, we're fifty-fifty, and we have been for quite some time now. In Canada, the, the greatest their divide has been is like 98 to 2. I mean, they literally, they're all in agreement. They're all together. They're all on the same side. They all agree that the, the Leafs just need one more defenseman to get that power play going. Could go That's, in Canada. They know what they're doing. They're just sticking together. But this, they're saying, you know, it's like 65% of the people are still for the, or 55% of the people are still for all these restrictions they're they they you know they want to be they want to be on the safe side of things you know what's weird to me i mean i get protesting i understand the they're protesting things that block commerce and industry by blocking commerce and industry mm. that's a good point I mean? right they're, they're do they're doing more harm yeah. i understand their goal and i understand they're protesting and i understand the only way to successfully protest really is to make the people in charge see you. And that's a good way to do it. Lift the restrictions. You're killing our business. You're killing our business, son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you're blocking all this industry, but we're killing your business to show how much these restrictions are killing your business. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, all this can be solved. If you get the vaccine. <laughs> And wear the mask. But they're the not, thing is, is, they're not asking for. That's what I never understood. I'm all for protesting when something's wrong. But I, what I don't understand, and everybody's gonna attack me, fine. But what I don't understand is, it's such a. They're they're not asking you to go to war. They're not doing a draft. They're not doing this. That they're not. It's, it's wear a mask and get a vaccine. What are they? That they're asking so very little. Well, in Canada, it's a little bit crazy, though. They're 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 a little nuts in Canada with the restrictions, okay. especially where the numbers are. The numbers are just going down. Well, numbers look are going at, down uh, everywhere. Look at New Zealand. 
yes, very smaller, a way smaller population, but they get one case of COVID. They shut it all down until it's gone. Yeah. And then they have nothing. Then there's no there's no COVID anymore. That's the way. If we all did that, I'm not saying we need to shut everything down. But all I'm saying is if we treated it as seriously, then maybe we can get out of this thing and go back to normal. That's the goal, to get back to normal. But when nobody's willing to to do the two or three things that that they're asking us to do, nobody then we're not going to get there. We're just not going to get there. But I think we're starting to see areas who are kind of like, well, like I was reading something in uh, Out By Me, one of the school districts just sent out a letter. Oh. And they were like, hey, like, 75% of the area is vaccinated and you know they've done their part and you know we're starting to get the way they put it was so eloquent it's like we're getting to an endemic not a pandemic and we're getting to the point where we can live with this thing like we have to live with this now and I think that that's true I think that that's where it's going because 75% is a good number. We were shooting for like 80% of her, you know, herd immunity and all that kind of shit. And I think between the people who got Omicron and the, and the people who are vaccinated, I think you're okay to kind of like, you know, let it go. I mean, you think about you're trying to get the last 20% of the population to do this and you're going to punish the entire population with these restrictions I don't think that that's going to fly anymore. And I don't think that the people that are vaccinated are going to stand for that kind of shit anymore. Well, to be fair. I think that's where the Canadians are at this point, where they're kind of like, okay, like you gave it your best shot. Yes, we wish all these people were vaccinated, but, you know, we want uh, our hockey back and we want stakes making it across the border and we need GM to open up their plan again. So let's just fucking, you know, let's just fucking... Oh, and I don't think that this I don't think that the politicians have a I don't think the politicians are having an easy time letting go or calling an audible in their plan to handle this. I get it, but my point is that let's say there's 10 people all roped together and we're all running and we've got the slowest person on the planet as one of those 10 people, we're not going to get very far. Mm. So when you have nine out of 10 people vaccinated and one person's holding out, we're getting dragged by that one person. We're, we're going to have to drag and we're not, we're going to go slow and we're not going to get to the finish line because we're dragging a person. And it's, it's terrible. We want to get that person up and running and, and move faster. And that's, I think, the goal is to get everybody on board. Let's say I can't remember, tell you if you're talking about Janine or me because the slowness kind of makes it feel like it's me. I, I you were you inspired the metaphor. <laughs> okay, but it's not about you. <laughs> it's about those who are choosing. I know "go along" is not the right word because that's a dangerous thing. You know, just go along. No, it's doing the right thing for humanity. It's not like they're asking you to, to chop off your arm. Uh, everybody's got to do that. No, they're asking you to get a, a vaccine, a medicine that will help you fight a disease and wear a cloth over your face for a little bit. It's not they're not asking you to, to, to go to war. They're not asking you to do anything crazy. OK, but I think the question is, is is this 
you know, and I, I want, I wish there was a way of knowing. Is this? Are, are these? Tr- who? You know, who's representing more the feeling of the people, the truckers, or the government? Because it feels like a year and a half ago, it was the government. Like a year and a half ago, when people were refusing to wear masks and. You know, we didn't know as much as we know now. And they were, you know, there was all this crazy rational behavior. And the government steps in and says, listen, everybody keep their distance. Let's let's ease off of these events until we know what's going on. Right. I mean, think about it. You had crazies back then going, this is bullshit. This is just a flu. This is made up. I'm not wearing a mask and so on and so forth. Now that we're a year and a half later and we know, okay, you got to be in a room, a closed room with somebody for this amount of time. And, you know, we know so much more. We know what masks work and what masks don't work, right? We know all this information more. You, you know, you kind of wonder why hasn't the authorities, the government been like, oh, okay, well, you know, now that we know this, we can do this or we can allow this to happen. They have. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy. But you look at the Super Bowl, and you look everybody at the playoff was there. games. There was a packed stadium, and nobody was wearing a mask. And then yeah. you had that fucking. Garcetti. So how could you say? How could you say they're not easing up? No, because they because they still have to wear masks. Like you had that Garcetti character. I saw the news clip the other day. He literally was like, "I would take my mask off, hold my breath, and take a picture." You're fucking lying. It was a week later, and you're at the Super Bowl. And there's a video of you talking to people. Like, why this sham and charade oh, of like, know. wear it, it's good, and then you're not doing it yourself. And this yeah, isn't no, the that's... first time for that fucking Newsome because he was doing that shit back in the in the heart of it. Remember, we did the story when he had that wine dinner and we were all sitting here going, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, there's definitely some of that going on. Of course, there's some of that do as I say, not as I do stuff happening, but. That's not who I'm listening to. I'm listening to the doctors and the scientists who are saying, do us all a favor, wear your mask. I went today to the grocery store, had my mask on. 90% of the people in the place had their mask on. There were out of, let's say, 60 people in the, in the grocery store, maybe yeah. fewer than that. I saw five people that did not have a mask. And there, it's fine. That's- I said this last show uh, when I was said you know but i went to the the uh, supermarket on saturday before uh we had our gathering and they i would say 75 percent of the store was masked up 75 percent. so that's way more than i thought because again when you hear all the people crying and screaming about this stupid mask thing and by the way i didn't wear my mask in the grocery store but when you hear about it you think that you're gonna see maybe one or two people and i feel like i'm seeing almost as many masks in some of these places some of the places it really depends see then that's then that's your answer well in a small way because you're asking do the are is the government representing the people's opinion if you see 75 percent of people wearing masks when they don't have to technically then they they're in favor of this you know of obviously people wearing masks no like i understand but again we were talking about I'll, i'll i will give you that point I'll take um, it. I think it's a, I think it's a small sample size, but let's, let's, it is. let me I'm relent to you on small that. Way. Yeah. yeah, let me relent to you on that. Let me give you that one. You're, we're talking about, in this particular instance with Canada here, we're talking about truck drivers. Who the fuck are they coming in contact with? They pull up. They Somebody else, a forklift comes on and unloads their shit. So what's the restriction on truck, truck drivers? What are they? 
they want the Trump because because America was the hotbed of COVID. Well, we learned last episode this was actually in reverse, but the original thing was if you were unvaccinated and you went into the United States, you couldn't come back unless you quarantined for two weeks, which truck drivers cannot do because they're bringing a load one way and then they're picking up another load and bringing it back, you know? So they can't just stop in quarantine for no friggin' reason, you know? Well, that's, that's Canada's hands being tied there. I feel like it's, if, if you're going into a hotbed of whatever and you get out and you want, but is it really, how the hell do I know? It's that's the numbers is look at the, the numbers where the work, where, among the worst countries in the world. I COVID. agree, but we have the we have a huge population. The think the hospitalizations are down, death rates down. It's all infections now are down, but even when it was at the height of it, like you know whatever. But you know, I just think it's a it's a crazy battle to be fighting, you know, for yeah. Over no, I, I understand something that's so small. It goes back to like I wish there was a way to know. Like I I. I'm surprised at this advanced state of our technology. There is no secured polling system in place where a politician can say, because we do this in votes. We do this in votes all the time. You, how many times do you go to your local polling place and you vote on a proposition, not a candidate, mm-hmm. but like a, hey, we want to do this. So we have to raise the tax cap to you know, to allow this school budget or whatever it is, and people vote on it all the time. What is stopping us from securely signing in and electronically being like, hey, this is my opinion on this, so that the government knows, okay, we're overreacting to these restrictions. Or oh, but you can't trust not... that because they're connected to the internet and they're going to be I fucked know. with. And I know, but you I'm can't not make saying. Happy. I'm not, I agree. I agree with you. That's the opposition to it. I'm not saying we pick our elected leaders off of this. I don't believe in that, but I believe in canvassing and getting some data and some polling information, although it can be hacked. I think that you can, it's just opinions. Instead of making me go to a polling place where 4% of my population is going to show up and actually give an opinion, if I could just log on to my thing and be like, yeah, here, I think you're doing a great job, or I think this is stupid, then I could give these people real on-time data. You can. You call up your congressman, you you know, I know you very go, ah, few people. Very few people do that. Exactly. Go to the website. I'm sure there's a feedback thing. And know. the only other time that we get to exercise those opinions is when we're voting them out. You know, it's this isn't 1776 anymore. We have the option now to get real time data from our constituents, and nobody has put anything into place to do that yet. And I'm I surprised. Think that's a great idea. I think that should be done. I Thanks, think. buddy. Yeah. No. I, why not? That. We should have voluntary feedback polls all the time why not uh, i think that would help but then you get into opinions versus reality you know oh i think it's my opinion we should stop the masks and then you have the scientists and doctors that are in charge go too bad this is the fact these are the facts you you don't you me and you you and i anthony don't know as much as they do well so our opinions are just that there are opinions. But the thing is, is, and here's why I believe I, I, I'm okay with vaccinations, uh, with vaccine mandates um, to a degree. 
you know, obviously with, you know, medical things and, and then there, you know, there being some issues there that you really can't give it to everybody. No, I but, understand that. I but my point, my thing is, is that like, there's precedent. We talked about this, the case in, in the, the 1900, 1919 flu. There was a guy in Boston, he sued the government, didn't want to be mandated to be vac vaccinated and he lost. And the reasoning back then was, yes, you have freedom in this country, but an individual's freedom does not outweigh a collective's freedom to want to protect themselves. That's why I'm against smoking. Exactly. Because and you have to smoke now. Everybody else has to smoke. Exactly. hundred percent. I get it. You nailed it. Cause it, cause at some point in our free country, we got together and decided, no, fuck that. You cannot smoke in a restaurant and subject other people to this. Right. And now that now it's illegal, you cannot do that. Cause and it's a free country. I could smoke wherever I want. Well, yeah, but when the but, collective no. people who are free get together and say, you can't infringe on our freedom to breathe clean air, you have a right to do that. So that's why I'm saying there's a majority issue here. So if the mass amount of people are like, yeah, I believe closing down, you know, four weeks to, to flatten the curve. We all were on board for that. People want to talk shit now like it was they were against it back then. Bullshit. Everybody was terrified and on board. Was it the right move? Was it not the right move? You can make all kinds of arguments. It was the only move at the fucking time that we knew completely nothing about this new thing. So that was that. Then there was the masks and everybody argued there. And then now the vaccines and so on and so forth. But my point is, is if you're at the point now where the public, the mass amount of people are saying you've done all you can. The people who want to protect themselves are protecting themselves with vaccines and masks. The people who aren't aren't. And those have to suffer the consequences who do when you're at the point where you're not running out of hospital beds for people who really need it. I don't know if you have to be that heavy on all of these restrictions at the moment. When it's when it comes to Sally can't get into the fucking hospital because some dick is not vaccinated and now he's taken up a bed. Fine. I'm with you on that. You can argue for that, but we're not there anymore is the point I'm trying to make. Well, and so you. perhaps they changed their tact a little. I hear you. Yeah. Word. I get it. Um, Snoop's warm up at the Super Bowl. Did you see this? I saw a photo of it. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. I am amazed at how this human being functions. You know, remember the old guy in um, I fucking love Grumpy Old Men. Mm -hmm. Who was the guy who played the uh, old guy? Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. He's he's talking to Jack Lemon. He's like, how'd you? You know, he's like bacon. I I have a bacon bacon for breakfast. I have a bacon sandwich for dinner, and I usually drink. Uh, oh no, bacon sandwich for lunch, and I usually drink my dinner. He says. And it's true. And this we see this happen to people like when they like stop working and then they like die four days later. Snoop Dogg just needs pot to exist. And before he went on stage for arguably the biggest performance of his entire life, he was caught on camera smoking a joint right before going on to perform at the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was. I saw there was a picture of him smoking it. And then there was a picture of him. Stand, just a regular photo that he knew he was taking him standing next to his wife and he's just got it in his hand. Oh, and not hiding it whatsoever. No, then it's, Hey, you know, not that it's anything to hide, but I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, you're not allowed to smoke 
in the arena, period. Probably anything, true, yes. Anything, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm sure they're like, who's going to tell Snoop Dogg, listen, you can't, you're, if, you know, I'm not going to go up to Snoop Dogg and be like, can you put that out? Well, that's what's so funny. All the restrict. I mean, you, you know this from being in radio. You brought, brought up artists before. With all the restrictions on people of alcohol and drugs and everything. And then you go backstage and you're like, well, what the, you know. Yeah, no, backstage is a, free is, for a, all. Is, a, is a country of its own. There's there's almost no laws. Um, Rafa El Alceldi, I don't know. He's a verified guy on Twitter. He's got this video and you can see there's Snoop. And it's a video, like, it looks like it's in the press box. So I believe he's a member of the press. And he's got the video. There's a feed that's on Snoop. So this wasn't on TV. But here you can see. There yeah, he is. There he quick, quick little puffer this there. This is before? Before halftime? This is right before he gets up on stage to do the halftime show. Thanks to Rafa for the uh, clip on Twitter. You know what? Snoop's going to Snoop. He got to be. Dude. He probably, you know, it's what he does. It's what he needs. That's, a, that's nothing wrong with that. Snoop thing. is gonna snoop. Uh, Rafa, snoop. by the way, is the bilingual play-by-play announcer, so he was doing that for the. Well, he is that for the Cavs? I guess he had the national uh, contract on the on the Super Bowl there, so good for him. Cool. Did yeah, you believe that, that though? In that um, video, it looked like he was sort of hiding it, sneaking it. Yeah. But I saw a photo of him standing next to his wife, posing for a picture, and in his other hand, he's just holding it. He's holding the joint. He's just holding it there. He wasn't smoking it, but he's definitely holding it. I, 200 million people watching 80,000 in the stadium whatever the hell it was. I mean I, I can't if I have two glasses of wine I'm fucking done I, I can't <laughs> yeah I don't uh, I don't know how he functioned through you know but that's you know that's how he operates and that's what you're gonna you know yeah no clue on how he functions it's, but it's, like you said he, that's his bacon sandwich you take it away from him God knows what'll happen so problem, don't right exactly here we go here's the can I, I don't know if I could show it who posted the picture? Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, I can't show it. But okay. it's it's People it's him in his you know the the blue and yellow thing that he was wearing. Yeah, he just posed. It looks like he's posing like in a suite or something. He's got the TV behind him and his wife standing there, and he's just holding it in his fingers. I heard people were in an uproar because he was in blue. That's a crypt thing and. Some it, color. It's blue and yellow. He was wearing the color of the Rams. The Rams. It's L.A. They're they're in L.A. Yeah. Doing? <laughs> is, that, is that still even a thing? Not that I want to get, you know, slapped in the know. back of the head like Saget walking to the grocery store. But I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I, I know anything about that. Seems a bit weird. Uh, speaking of which, I, I don't I can't find it now, but the, there's video of 50 Cent walking into where he was performing and hopping up. And getting onto the why was he upside down and hanging himself upside down okay so he was upside great question so i'm sure people don't even know this the music video for that song is him upside down that's oh okay Got that's it. how he's in the music video so he basically recreated the music video i don't know why i don't remember that and he, he was hanging upside down which was amazing to me that at his age i don't he's i think he's, he's almost he's in his 40s he's, he's in his 40s 48 47 48 i was gonna say he's almost 50. Mm-hmm. yeah 50 is almost 50. 50 is almost that's what that's why i know it because we looked it up uh, yeah last night at super and we were like how old is he and we looked it up and he's like 48 i think and he was able to get himself up because when i saw the when i was watching the performance i was like how did you think he was just like hanging up there and they let he's him a, down he's he's a 
built kind of guy. I mean, he could probably, he could do that. I'm sure he works out all the time. He's he's a limber dude. I'm sure he could do that. I, I... watching him walk in and just whoop, hike himself up, put his legs up, and then just be dangling out. It was. By the way, that happened moments, just mere moments after I bent over to tie my shoe and nearly lost my balance and breath and went down after a night of wings. I I couldn't even tie my shoe without going down. And this fucker's hanging off a fucking ceiling. You know what? He probably does. I don't know. I've never been to, to any of his concerts, but I'm sure maybe he does this at his shows. And he's used to, you know, going upside down for that song. Maybe, but he went for it. I mean, Jesus, good for him. He probably has one of those upside down things in his house. You know, I don't know, like Batman has where the yeah. inverted table. Whatever That'd, be cool. That'd be cool. That'd uh, yeah. um, be cool. I, di- I didn't. But OK, so I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I saw Call Me Stupid, Naive. OK, I will. I, I saw Eminem kneeling. I never put a connection between him and the whole Kaepernick kneeling controversy. Me neither. But never dawned on me. It never dawned on me either. But it came out from a few different places that I saw today that the NFL asked him not to kneel. Right. And, and he, he did it anyway. And he did it anyway. So it, it was connected. Which is okay. But this goes to my point of how many people were like you and I that were just enjoying the performance and didn't connect two and two. I'm sure there was a fair amount of people that did kneel. It doesn't feel like it's a controversy until everybody starts reporting this story that they asked him not to kneel, which begs the question of why didn't they just leave him the fuck alone? If they don't ask him not to kneel, it wouldn't matter. Because it's the NFL that asked him not to kneel, not the reporters and the news. But I'm saying if the NFL would have just shut the fuck up and been like, if he was like, I'm going to kneel, and they were like, okay, go ahead. Then there's no controversy. There's nothing to be controversial about. There's no, we asked him not to do it, and he did it. Yeah, if they were yeah, just like, true. Eminem kneeled, what do you guys think? And they would have been like, he could do whatever he wants. He's performing. It doesn't matter anymore. This isn't the NFL of Colin Kaepernick. We're not like that. You want to change? Here it is. You want to kneel during the halftime show? Go ahead. Yeah. Done. Controversy over. Yeah, I, I don't well, understand why these people have to stand hard and strong and fast uh, of their convictions. Uh, and I'm sorry, but Colin Kaepernick got got screwed big time. Got fucked. Huge. Hugely. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else, too. It really bugged me. I forget who, whoever the sideline reporter was. And I can't remember if it was before the game or right before the halftime show. But she said, like. This is going to here, you know, coming up is the greatest halftime performance heard, that's ever. That's right. It's like, uh, no. All right. Slow down. Yeah. It could be. It could, it be. could very well be. Let it but happen first. Let it happen. We don't know what it's going to be yet. Yeah. You're and killing it. It was the... great. I loved it. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But when she said that, I was kind of like, you fucking, you're killing the whole thing. You let it happen. I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, you're right. To, to, as soon as she said it, I was like, that's. A little, uh, you know, right. counting your chickens. What if something goes wrong? What if, yes. what if the yeah. lights go out like in San Francisco and it fucking doesn't happen? Yeah. And you're, you know, I mean, she took a, she took a gamble. <sighs> big she took gamble. a big gamble. She wasn't off. You know, she was, I, I loved it. I loved how the, the, you know, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre were at the helm, you know, mm-hmm. and they were like leading the whole thing and everybody was doing their thing. And, and Dr. Dre was at the piano. It was, I thought that was, well, well we were, choreographed. 
we were talking about it, right? We were like, oh, is Eminem going to start it? I forgot what you said. I thought Eminem would have started it. We did. We disagreed on song. I yeah, no, I I I was off because I thought they would start with their weakest person and then build up to the biggest, which they didn't. They started with Snoop and Dr. Dre, and I thought it was going to be uh, Kendrick Lamar. Um, starting or finishing? Starting, and right. then they would come out with other people. No right. one saw Fifty Cent coming because that he wasn't listed. Which is so unbelievable because if you because and let me tell you where I dropped the ball on this. I heard. Well, actually, I don't think I did because I didn't see this until Saturday or Sunday morning. Um, But I would have probably missed it anyway. I saw a press conference of Dr. Dre and he's like, we're still going to have some. They were like, are you going to have surprises? And he was like, oh, yeah. And they were like, well, do you want to talk? And he's like, no. He's like, but there's going to be some surprises. Yeah. Do you want to say what they are? No. It's, yeah. That's why it's a surprise. But I, even so, I, knowing there was going to be a I was like, oh, awesome. There's going to be a surprise. And it's like, idiot. That's like the connection between, like, D- Dre found Eminem and then Eminem found uh, 50 Cent. So it's like, how yeah, did you not funny. see that fucking coming? Yeah. But I didn't. I, I just was like, oh, I wonder who they're going to get. You know, I, I like, thought well, they were going to get... Um, Maybe Eminem with Rihanna. Oh, that would have been cool to do that song, the monster song, "Friends with the Monster." Right, I thought that would be, but you know, that's that's fine. I was happy. Fifty Cent is awesome. I thought it was all good. I take the worst. You want to know what the worst part of it was? Which what? When it was over, you were like, "Oh, it went by fast." You're right. Too they, fast. They went, yeah. And you wanted they like every one of them left like four songs on the floor that would have been fucking awesome to do in that yeah. moment. But when you got five, six people and only what it's hard. Ten, 10 yeah. 15 minutes to do it. But I still felt like they could have snuck in another verse or two for a couple more songs to really make it like holy shit, that would like I think that would have been like the slam dunk if they would have done less of each song to sneak maybe. in another verse of another song. People were thinking maybe when as soon as they heard California Love come on, they thought maybe Tupac, mm. the the, um, the hologram that they used in concert yeah. a few times. Yeah, that would have been cool. But again, I was happy with what they did. I, th- I liked it. I thought it was very entertaining. Well, probably one of, if not the biggest uh, halftime show or the best halftime show. I, here's the, here's my thing on it. I look, I thought I think Prince maybe the Prince, Prince is was great. Fucking awesome. Yes. There's a lot of them that I would probably put in front of this one, but that doesn't take away from the fact that this one was was awesome. I don't know if it makes my top five, but here's the other thing, too. It's hip-hop, and you've never had hip-hop. You've had some pop. You know, you've had a couple Missy Elliott was in there. She came on uh, a couple years ago. And and, uh, what's her name? Um, Beyonce. Yeah, but it's true. Beyonce is a little more on the pop side. A little bit more. A little bit. A little but more Missy singer Elliot than rapper, was, but Missy Elliott raps. She doesn't really sing. True. So True. I thought when they said the first time ever uh, hip hop, I was like, well, yeah, easy. You had Missy Elliott it, on there. This was the all hip hop. Of course. Show. Absolutely. No, uh, it was front and center. It was the highlighted. It was the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. And to get these names, Dre, Snoop Dogg, oh, huge. And Eminem and Mary J. Blige was awesome, I thought. And they weren't lip syncing at all. It didn't seem like. Oh, I thought they were. Really? I thought they were all in the can. Didn't sound like it because you could hear the popping of the when they when they hit the P mm. in words. It would, 
you hear that popping against the mic. Yeah. I thought that was, it sounded live to me. I think it sounded like they recorded it in the stadium the night before and then just sang along to it. All right. Maybe I could give you that, but uh, it it seemed like they were, because they were, you know, at the exact moment, they didn't seem off. If if they did it, they did. It. If they were lip syncing, they covered it pretty well. I thought. Yeah, I I don't know if Dr. Dre was or Snoop Dogg was, but it felt like Eminem was a little bit. It felt like uh, what's her name was Mary J. Blige was, which she was the only one who really had to sing. Didn't seem like she. Was. I thought she was good. Fifty Cent didn't seem like he was, but again. That may have been a retract from the night before and him up just upside down from the night before. What do you mean the night before? Like if they were recording these things, you know. Yeah. How and again, too, sing upside down? Not to say that like these artists are afraid to do it. I'm just saying like, again, it's a huge, it's not always just about the artist. If a mic goes out or something goes horrifically wrong, you don't want to have that moment as the NFL, the performers or anybody. So if you have it all in the can, it's all pre-recorded, and they just sing along to it. I don't know. I would take the risk only because if something does go wrong, a mic goes out, you're gonna get more press. I guess so. But it'll, it's make that... the, it'll be the highlight of the, of the halftime show. Oh, you know this this light bulb blew, and it, it, there was no spotlight on Eminem. You know, I whatever know. it was, it'd be like that would be. You know, then next year they'd be like, oh, what's gonna go wrong? Because it's a live. It's like Saturday Night Live. But it's what's a... gonna go wrong. It's a live performance. It's a huge moment that nothing ever, nothing has ever gone wrong. Like, is that true? I don't. When? When was a mic out? I can't. No, maybe not a mic out, but I'm sure something's gone a different way than it was supposed to at some when? point. I can't. I don't know. And you're talking maybe about like the choreography or a costume or something. Oh, the costume. Well, the costume. <laughs> but yeah. But that's you know again something that you can't. Yeah. You can't. But- I'm just saying, like, Frank, you know, you've been at concerts. You've seen the boards at a concert, and that's for an event that is happening in the room only. You're talking about the Super oh, Bowl. You absolutely. Have, you have, I mean, could you imagine what's going through that stadium? Mm-mm. You have a concert going through with all those artists, microphones, inputs, instruments, and you have all of the friggin uh broadcasting equipment that's out there on the 17 versions that is going out around the world i can't imagine the coordination insane of, of getting all that tech like you have to get everything perfectly right because nfl films is there they're record they have all of their stuff that there's being that's, run in their record it's like it's insane. a nightmare that's got to be a nightmare you have to control what's heard in the stadium versus what's going out over the feeds on the radio and television and the internet streams it's like i can't even I, that's imagine. why these things are in the can i think you know well one thing i don't get is i mean it's a little off topic but the the like thanksgiving day parades they're always lip sync and they're always obvious that they're lip sync they're not even recorded the day before it's off the, they play the album yeah yeah always and it's like yeah. well, you know come on you can't do a you can't sing 30 seconds of your song live you can't just put a, a couple of speakers and just do it live right there well i think a lot of that too has to do with what if it starts pouring rain they can't have them out there with live electrical equipment to get electrocuted there they people do electric people do uh, concerts in the rain. Uh, yeah. They have got safeguards for that. By the way, when uh, Eminem was, I, and I refuse to just be like, I, I think people are over the kneeling thing too. But the NFL fucked it up. Like they should have just been like, whatever, do whatever you want, because that's how you show progress. You'd be like, okay, fine, and yeah. deal with the fallout. 
what sponsor are you going to lose that the NFL is going to have to fucking throw the for sale sign out in the front of the place? They'll be fine. None. They'll be fine. Anyway, and especially now we're we're at a different stage in America now where we were pre-Kaepernick because people are a lot more, you know, social issue savvy than they were back then, more so than they were back then. Even yeah, if not everybody has moved that needle a little bit, I think it's the needle still moved. And I know anyway, the, go ahead. The uh, when so when he was kneeling, you know the the song that um, Dre was playing on the piano, mm-hmm. that was an old DeBarge song. And the reason why he was playing that is because, I mean, a hundred artists sampled that track, but uh, Tupac sampled that track. That was on one of his songs, so he was playing that for Tupac, uh, I, which was cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I think the overall, it was a, it was really uh, nine out of ten. I yeah, that, you know. Yeah, it was, exactly. Like when it's over and you're like, "Fuck, that, that's it. I wanted more." You know, it was a good performance. Yeah, even Kendrick, who. I thought his song was eh. Yeah. The choreography of what he was doing with all those guys was kind of entertaining. So. And I think they foresaw that and they were like, we need some choreography. Because <laughs> Eminem, Snoop, they really didn't have, you know, they were just right. up there doing that thing. Right. Mary J. Blige had a little choreography, but it, it works and she knows what she's doing with that. But Kendrick, they needed a little help, like a little more spice on that, uh, in that, uh, that soup. Agree. Agree wholeheartedly. Like they were all standing there looking at it going, no, no, choreography. Yeah, we can't just have you singing. We need more. We need a visual aspect to this. 100%. Um, I was a little disappointed that the cars weren't bouncing too. I would like to see the cars bounce a little bit. Right? Yeah. That would have been cool. I wonder if they were actual cars or if they were like prop. Just props. Hollow things. Because my wife and I were like, you think they're going to have the car, like the cars bouncing? Like, that'd be kind of, and they were like, yeah. Be kind. And then when we saw the cars, we're like, fuck, they have the cars is going to bounce. <laughs> they didn't bounce. No. Um, concern, uh, by the way, hey, you can say that I'm being racist here or call me whatever, but I feel like conservatives still have an issue. They still have a little bit of a racial issue going on here, a little I bit of racism going on. I think here. you are correct. There was a, uh, did you see? Well, I'm, I got I got Sean Spicer's uh, tweet up, which is Dear NFL slash Pepsi. What was the message of the halftime show? Like, I hate to be a dick here. I hate to sound like a woke person. No, but would he be fucking tweeting that shit if it were, you know, the who or Neil Young or one of these fucking guys? There was what's, what did he call him? Uh, one there of these was a classic guy. rock artist. Are you looking? I got more. Are you looking for Charlie Kirk? No, go ahead. If you have more. I there got was more. A, OK, go ahead. Um, so that was Sean Spicer's, which I thought was a real dickheaded thing to say. Uh, then you have, uh, Charlie Kirk who tweeted, the NFL is now the league of sexual anarchy. This halftime show should not be allowed on television. I don't even get that. Okay. I have one. I don't know. Did you get Nick Adams? That was the next one I was going to do. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) That one. Holy crap. You're not, they're not even trying to hide their racism. In any way, shape, or form. This was disgusting, what he said. Well, I don't know if this is... Uh, oh, wait, I didn't see the last line. Okay, never mind. Yeah, bad. Because uh, um, the first line, I don't think is too bad. Uh, I think it's just narrow-minded, but I don't know, racist, but I didn't see well, the last one, line. Oh, you mean the, it's one sentence? Do you just mean the bottom of it? I meant the, the top line, yeah, yeah. Top line, whatever his pref- preference is, whatever, but so the last one, couple of words, yeah. This from Nick Adams, Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, and Lee Greenwood would put on a better halftime show than these hoodlums. I didn't see the hoodlums line. Holy shit. I just read the first line and I thought, you're just you're just 
you're on your fucking political what drove me let's take out hoodlums for a second what drove me crazy about this tweet because as you can tell i didn't even read the whole fucking thing i just got six words in before i got angry right. is that you're just one of these fucking political people and everything's got to be about your fucking politics and now you're going to sit there and no show is going to be good because your fucking political new music people aren't included in it. You know, go fuck yourself. But the, the hoodlum right. thing is an exclamation point of racism that I didn't notice at first. That is a, that is a huge, you're, you're just a giant racist and you're not even ashamed of it, which is, yeah. which is absolutely appalling. I, and see, this is what you and I have been, we've been on opposite sides of the Rogan thing and the N-word and all that. To me, this is more racist than what rogan did with using the n-word not the not the planet of the apes story if you just look at the rogan n-word stuff and this is what this is why it's not always cut and dry and i'm not saying that white people should be allowed to use the n-word that's not what i'm saying i agree i'm happy that we're knocking that out of all vernacular i.e rogan hasn't used that word in a long time finally realized years ago that he shouldn't have been using it in the first place but my point is, is that is not as horrible as somebody like this that is like, it should be Ted Nugent and Kid Rock and Lee. Go fucking fuck your crate. And then you call them hoodlums. Like, they, these are not hoodlum people. These are like, you know, Dr. Dre. Okay, maybe his background came, you know, maybe he came from the ghetto and he had to work his way out. But that's the fucking American story is getting yourself from poverty to the guy is a certified billionaire, like selling his company to Apple for a billion dollars and all the wonderful music he's produced. The guy is an artist and an entrepreneur. He is not a fucking hoodlum. And to call him that because he's black is utterly ridiculously racist. Absolutely. And I can't even, it's, he's not even hiding it. He's not ashamed of it. He's like, here, I'm a giant racist is what he's saying. And it's like nobody this is the kind of stuff that should be also also be taken off of Facebook. This Eminem, guy should be yeah. you know I agree. Eminem is not a hoodlum. Again, took himself from a fucking trailer park to multi platinum artist. They're making fucking movies about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is an artist. Mary J turned her singing into she's a fucking business. Yeah. You know, the the perfumes and the clothing and all the stuff that she's done. She is not a fucking hoodlum. No, this is just him being a giant racist, seeing seeing African-American people uh, rap in hip hop and rap and make and making this giant leap of, well, they're they're hoodlums. Look, at listen to the music. They, you know, it's like, stop it. Just go away. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you here. You giant racist. And not only that, but aside from Kid Rock, those other two artists couldn't fucking sell out a Walmart. Like, right. give me a fucking break. Ted Nugent hasn't been relevant since the 70s and is just a political figure now, just a political talking head that riles people up. That is like, oh, look, see, we got one of the musicians. And then Lee Greenwood, I get the song is nice that he's done. The rest of his catalog is shit. I know this for sure. I just was part of promoting one of his concerts. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but nobody fucking knows him outside of that one song. And the one fucking song is kind of cheesy and not that great. 
I, I know it got it. I, I'm forever thankful that it helped us get past 9-11. I will forever be in, in debt to Lee Greenwood for that. And he's a lovely guy. I know he is. But he can't he, give me a fucking break. Like you're you're insane to put that guy up against the titans of music that we saw at this fucking show on Sunday. Agreed. I mean, Kid Rock has sold a ton of albums. He can still go out and sell uh, an arena tour. I respect him for that. You know, I respect the guy for that. You, you know, but uh, and I and don't, I. But go ahead. What? I don't. But go ahead. I mean, I saw I saw Kid Rock fifteen years ago. And it was still one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. The guy fucking walked around, played every instrument on the on the stage. It was it, it, during a song, like just walked over, took over the drummer, took over the guitar. It was crazy. He was crazy. He's crazy talented. Um, he can pull a rabbit out of his ass on stage. It doesn't mean I have respect for him. I know because you're a, you you take no, the political no. side it's on it. It's not political. It's him being a giant asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's political for you. Okay, it's fine. I'm just saying, like Kid Rock is the only one who could hold a flame you know, to any of those other people. And the other two are so utterly ridiculous. If we're just putting the extreme racism on hold for a second, uh, it's a stupid fucking absurd statement to begin with. But this guy is a jerk off. I, he's a best-selling author endorsed by President Trump, founder of One Flag US. Like, so this is all this, this is this guy's world. Like, this is all this fucking guy does. You know, he, yep. he can't function and think outside of a political landscape which is sad because one day we're going to move past some of this shit and this guy is going to have fucking nothing. Nobody is going to give a fuck about this guy. Nobody. No, absolutely not. The only re the reasons like this, the, the whole Kid Rock thing, like he defends the Confederate flag. He's just, he's just, and he's all oh, America, America. And the stuff that he, that he backs is just insane and appalling. That's, that's why I'm not on the Kid Rock side. Okay. I mean, I think he's a, he's a tremendous musician. I, I can't get, I, I'm not endorsing every last fucking thing he's ever said. I can't do that. Well then, then take off the kid rock hat and shirt. <laughs> I don't know why you have to wear that stuff. Frank, can you just get in the pit and try and love someone? Could you just do that, please? Listen, when you bar with the bar and bang a bang, diddy, diddy, diddy with the, by the way, I never liked, I, I always thought that was such a shitty song of his. I never thought that was good. I mean, that was his, that was the, that was the big one. That was his big hit. I, I never liked it. I liked some of the other ones he had. But... Yeah. Um, Any who's Super Bowl commercials. Who is the winner? We're not going to recap all the commercials. We no, can talk about some of the good ones. But... My favorite. I could talk, you know, our favorites. Yeah. Give it, give it, run it down for me. I liked my, I think my number one has to be the Dr. Evil. Oh, okay. Not my number one, but I liked it. I love that one. Cause you know, Mike Myers as Dr. Evil is classic. He's great. It matched the whole. It even went with the uh, the halftime show. It was kind of '90s, early 2000s, you know, that kind of reminiscent. And he looked. He still looks great as Doctor. I thought, you know, you see a Doctor Evil of today as opposed to twenty something years ago. It would be he would look older, and he looked exactly the same. I'm sure that was commercial magic, but mm. he still looked good. And the I liked the. Uh, his son had a kid and he called it baby me and i think that was hilarious i thought it was great we because we fall in love with these movies and then we just watch them over and over again so even to reconnect with these characters even in 60 seconds is yeah, nice it was great I, I liked it it's a nice like when thing. they did the wayne's world thing that was you know mm -hmm. when, that was fun mm -hmm. i like that kind of stuff um you have any others you want to mention because i got a bunch um 
Sure. Let's see. I like, you know, in our group, there was some, you know, mixed feelings about this one, but I kind of liked it. The Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd one. Lays. It wasn't bad. Hated. Really? I thought it was second or third worst commercial of the night. No. Awful. With the ghost? So stupid. That wasn't terrible. Mm. It wasn't awful, but for them, I I hold them in such a high regard. I mean, that seemed like it was a little hack writing to fucking, and then he marries the, like, who didn't see that shit coming? Yeah, but it was after the end of the commercial. It was kind of funny. Yeah. For a commercial, it wasn't terrible. I've seen, I think there were way worse commercials. Yeah, I didn't like it. I really All didn't right. like it. Well, All right. Um, I have the Coinbase commercial. I thought that was so brilliant. Oh, the one with just the code? The QR code bouncing QR around code. the screen? For like 30 seconds, yeah. Because I did it. I, I, I scanned it. I think everybody did. FOMO. Every, you have to know what, what it is. FOMO is real. Fear of missing out. You people were like, oh, shit, I got to scan this. And then also, it changing colors was a nod to The Office. Because in The Office, they talked about the old DVD player would constantly move around. Yeah. When it does was, it ever hit the corner? Does it ever hit the exact corner? That's exactly what that was a nod to. So total brilliance from yeah, Coinbase for me. That was good. There was no, it's probably the cheapest made commercial. Probably cost them 20 bucks to make that. Mm -hmm. And however millions it costs to put it on for 30 seconds. But dude, cheapest made commercial. People talk about that the spots are $7 million for 30 seconds. But nobody talks about the fact that they dump another three, four million dollars into the production of these things. Yeah, especially when you get Paul Rudd and Rogan or Myers and all these people. Right. You got to pay them, too. It's they not ain't a, doing that. It for ain't free. cheap. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for them to be like, oh, we'll pay Greg. The <laughs> they probably got it done on Fiverr. <laughs> they fucking, yeah. You know, <laughs> who knows? And, that, yeah, and it's a screensaver. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it Total was perfect. Brilliant. I didn't go to the site. I scanned it. I saw what it was and I was like, all right. Me too, and I think a lot of people did the yeah, same thing, but real clicked on it, so that's yeah. that's yeah. what's gonna matter. And uh, for the few who did would go to it, good for you know, it worked. I thought the Matthew McConaughey one was shit too, but it was yeah. saved by the Larry David one, was right after that. Larry David one was great. I'll give you it that was probably, if not uh, number one or number two, that was a great, mm -hmm. that was fantastic. <laughs> Him through the eh, is, that, is that gonna be good? <laughs> <laughs> that was so brilliant. Talking to Edison about the light bulb, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's all right." It's and to sell, good. what were they pumping? Uh, crypto, I think it was, crypto, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like crypto, and he's like, "Ah, I don't yeah. see it." Trust me, I don't think it's going to be that good. Yeah, and don't be a Larry. It's fucking great. <laughs> that was um, good. Here's another one I loved. Cable Guy, come on, Cable Jim Guy, coming back as Cable Guy. Stephen, <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was great. I loved seeing that. That was oh, again so good. You got the audience. They know the their audience. It's guys like you know our age with like a ten to fifteen year difference up or down, mm -hmm. and they know these movies. The, the Mike Myers, like Jim Carrey. They know all this stuff. And yeah, bringing back movies and series totally good. Uh, Lindsay Lohan going to the gym. I thought that was a cute little commercial. Not the best ever. Yeah, a lot of celebrities in that one. A lot of celebrities. Uh, I thought the Pringles was the shittiest one. The guy got his hand stuck in the can and went through his whole life with his hand in the can. And that the other kid, I don't think it was the shittiest one. I think yeah. that it wasn't terrible. Awful. Because um, <laughs> we all, it's it's relatable to get to. You know, you, you, people do that. The Nissan. It was relatable, but then they took it way out of control. It was just awful. It's kind of funny. 
Uh, the Nissan one was stunk. The Nissan Z Which one. Which one was that? I don't know. That, that one. was the one with Eugene Levy. Just Oh, yeah, with the long hair and he's a stunt so, guy or whatever. Again, it was like, let's let's get Eugene Levy, and then we'll get a bunch of other big-time celebrities, and we'll put him in the car in this crazy scenario, and people will love it. And it's like, no, you have no. to have a point and a purpose. And, yeah. you know. Agreed. They didn't have any of that shit. Um, the other, I think the best one of the night, best one of the night. Sopranos. Better, you know what? That was okay. I didn't see it, and here's why. Mm-hmm. I walked my dog during. During. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. had to take my dog out for a walk, so I missed like 15, 20 minutes of stuff. Maybe less than that, like fifteen yeah. minutes. It was so good. So I missed that commercial, and I want. I have to watch it after this. And I, I heard, you know, oh my god, the Sopranos kids are back or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. So we talk about, and again, this the nostalgia thing is great because, yeah. you know, Doctor Evil, Cable Guy, Sopranos. You're just you're just drumming up shit that we like and bringing it back again. So it's, it's some people will say it's cheating. I still think it's people want to see as long these as it characters. Works. Um, the Sopranos one was so fucking good, and we talk about how much these things must cost. I can't imagine how much it cost them to do this one, because the Sopranos one they had to get. HBO to approve. They had to get the Alabama three who wrote the song to approve. They had to get David chase on board. And so David chase said the only way he would do it is if he could actually do it, like produce it. And then he said that he would only do it if he could get the cinematographer who actually shot the real opening for the show to do it. The cinematographer agreed. He only agreed to do it if they would let him shoot it on film, which they did the original thing with. And every shot was a legit shot for shot with a couple of exceptions. So it was everything the way that they had. Of course, they had a few more shots of the actual truck itself because they're selling the because that wasn't the original stuff. Um, The Twin Towers were replaced by the Freedom Tower, obviously, because Mm -hmm. they didn't want to be not authentic to New Jersey 2022. It was supposed to be New Jersey now. Right. Um, So everything was the same. In one uh, frame, uh, Tony smokes a cigar. Meadow has a lollipop. So that was a little bit different. And the only other thing that they changed was there's a moment where right before the guy walks out of the convenience store, uh, Tony passes a cemetery, Meadow passed a playground. We don't know why that change was made, but we know that that change was made. Hmm. So then she pulls up to park like she was parking in the last episode. And she badly. Put, no, but she, well, she pulled in head first, the pickup truck head first, but okay. she, she got it. Head first. That's how you park when you're pulling a bank job. But here's what's just side though. It's what's driving me crazy about this. David Chase selected the location of where she would pull up. He selected the restaurant, which is called Bars or Bonds, B-A-H-N or B-A-H-R. I forget what it was, which is 40, 20 minutes or so, 40 minutes, whatever it was, outside of Holston's where the last episode, the last episode was shot. Mm -hmm. So why they didn't go back to Holston's, I don't know. Is Holston still there? Holston's is still there. But the onion rings? Still there, uh, which he ordered for the table. Ordered for the table. Uh, went ahead and ordered these for the table. We, got a, we, should, we should go there. We should ha- make a special show where the three of us go to Holston's, get the onion rings. Get the onion rings. 
play that. Well, we can't play the song, but no, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, so that was all the same, but I don't. So now it's like, here's what's driving me crazy. Why did he choose that location? She pulls well, up and plugs the truck in. Was that the same place? I don't. I didn't see the commercial, but was it the place? Because it sounds familiar that Tony and uh, uh, Carmela. Yes, their their place. It was their sushi place. It's close. No, not the sushi place. But remember Whitecaps when he was almost going to buy the house? Yeah. In Seagirt, it's close to there. Right. But it wasn't in the show. Wasn't in the show. That restaurant was never in the show, but it's close to where that place was. So why did he pick that? And also. Because it's a modern. It's a different generation. You have to watch it because she gets out of the car. She plugs the car in because it's an electric car. And then AJ walks up and sees her and then she runs across the street like she did in the final episode and she goes up and she gives him a big hug. But I'm telling you, I'm sitting there watching this live. She hugs him and I said to myself in that one second fucking hug, I go, that is two siblings that haven't seen each other in a while that no longer have their parents hugging. That's exactly what I felt from that moment. And they said that he was crazy. Chase was crazy debating how the commercial was going to end right up until ha- right up until when they shot it. That's how crazy. I wonder if they shot different endings. I don't know. But here's the thing. He he's not take he's he literally saw this as an opportunity. Oh, and to that's continue why they didn't the story. Go. Well, then that's why they didn't go to Holston's, because I'm sure they wouldn't want to go back to Holston's if something horrible would have happened there. And why wasn't mom there? Maybe uh, that could have just been them meeting up. Maybe she got injured because they confirmed at the uh, they said he got killed. That no, was, they never said they did. He came close once to basically saying and he was like, oh, you know, it's like, I, but they've never actually come out. And so I, I thought they did. They started reporting it that he did, but he didn't. He, he didn't. All right. Never did. But I got to believe he is because, you know, or that they went through something tragic, you know, because it's just the way they hug each other. To be fair, it's been 20 years. Right. I mean, she could have been uh, traveling the world and come back, you know. Yep. Could have been anything. Could have been just then apart for a long time. I'm I'm stopping this now, but we could literally do 45 minutes on this 60 second commercial. And that just goes to show you how fucking brilliant this this thing was. So I mean, are you buying the what car was it? It was a Chevy Silverado. Now are here's another interesting fact that nobody's talking about. Every car commercial on the Super Bowl was for an electric car. Every one of them. Which is great. It's kind of, it's crazy to see where we've come. Every commercial. It. Um one other thing. Oh, what was, do you know what he drove in the Sopranos? So the reason why this started uh was because the uh, the ad agency that got the contract from Chevy years ago. So they, I mean, this was also, they, they were the ones who made the call to go with um, Mike Myers and do, do Dr. Okay. Evil too. So right. it was the same thing. It's two different cars, but it was, it's all GM. Um, but they decided to look around and see who in pop culture drove a Chevrolet car that was of significance that maybe they can pull something out of. And in the opening, when when the Soprano starts, Tony is driving a Chevy Suburban. Brilliant. Yeah, it, it ends with him in a Cadillac, still a GM car, uh, but um, it it starts with him in the Chevy Suburban. So that's how it started. So I don't know how many people were on that it list. It ends with him in the 
You mean the opening credits, I mean? The opening credits never changes, but um, yeah. the only changes the opening credits went through is they did edit out the Twin Towers after 9-11. Right. Um, but he was always in that car in the opening credits. But in the series, he he abandons that car for a Chevy, uh, right. for a, a Cadillac uh, mm-hmm. SUV there. So that's, that's I have to it. watch as soon as we stop here. I have to watch that. Show. Yeah, watch the commercial. So no good. Worries. I'm going to skip Connie losing it. The guy's just been tweeting like mad to get his wife and kids back. We'll touch on that eventually because we're kind of running out of time here. Right. Um, don't forget that we do have a ton of new merch that hit the uh, store. So uh, visit the link in the description or just head over to shopanthonyonair.com. Check out all our new swag that we got going on there. We got the Gahead line now live. Gahead. Gahead. Uh, the O to Janine here. My phone's about to die. Shirts are now live on the site. Yeah. Uh, the JSAB stare that she was giving the fuck me eyes to the uh, reporter. Right. Viola is a, was my favorite one there. The Viola T is brand new. And we got some other little sneaky favorites in there that we've changed some designs, some subtle changes, and some old yeah. classic designs as well. So check Take it out. Peek. Take a peek. ShopAnthonyOnAir.com. Uh, we lost the great Ivan Reitman at 75. Man, too young. What Devastating. Devastating. Legend, legendary uh, director, mm-hmm. writer, unbelievable. Ghostbusters, uh, Caddyshack. Uh, uh, what the heck was? It? I'm blanking, but a, a ton. I so I knew a ton, and then I was reading all like you sit down and read it, and you're like, "Holy Animal House!" Animal House, yes. So he only he was only like Ghostbusters was his big one because he directed it. I don't know right. if he got a writer's credit on that, too. I mean, I know it was Ackroyd to begin with, but I don't know if he got a writer's credit. But Ghostbusters is a big one. But then you look at what he's produced, and it's... Stripes, Twins, sh- Kindergarten Cop. Meatballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy had a flair for comedy. Like, he knew to take Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he knew he could make Arnold Schwarzenegger funny. Yeah, Junior. Like, prior to Twins and Kindergarten Cop in 88... Who the fuck thought Arnold Schwarzenegger could do comedy? They didn't think he could. They they dubbed his voice in the first movie ever because they thought nobody wants to listen to this asshole. <laughs> uh, oh, he helped with. Uh, I I was I heard that Howard Stern with Private Parts. Yep. He came in and kind of saved the movie. I think he convinced Stern to do it in the first place, and then came in and saved the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The man knew knew his stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. did Dave with Kevin Klein, which we yep. talked about not that long ago. That's a brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, he did a lot. All the uh, road trip, Euro trip, that stuff. The newer Baywatch, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space Jam. Space Jam. And an underrated movie, Disturbia, which wasn't bad. I liked it. Mm-hmm. With, uh, um, the heck is his name? Shia LaBeouf. Yep. I'll tell you what his latest was, which he doesn't get. Oh, the newest Ghostbuster. Which his son directed and he produced. He produced. Um, But his latest that I cannot stop watching, which is Draft Day, the Kevin Costner NFL football movie. We just, he did that? That was him. We just watched that two nights ago. Okay, now how wonderfully innovative is that with the the sweep cuts that they have going through all like he took a pretty much boring subject cookie cutter kind of yeah thing. cookie cutter movie and through some cinematography and some editing turned it into this really odd and exciting fucking thing better than i, I that i thought it was gonna be and those those big sweeping 
drone shots of the stadiums and the cities to kind of like set up this thing of like look at how huge this world is of all this that they command these yeah, one individuals doing, man. yeah that's Fucking a big great. loss big loss huge loss huge huge loss r.i.p uh fan feedback we've had so much we've had so many good uh comments coming Love in the fan feedback I do too. I've been trying to. I'm just shitty at organizing it all. That's all right. Well, keep them coming. You know, go to below on the YouTube channel and leave the comments. We'll we'll see if we can get to them on the air here. Yeah. Um, Facebook as well. Um, I get this a lot, and the, the latest I got this from Anna. Not a fan of the F word. Won't watch you again. I, I don't care. You know, go fuck yourself. I mean, I wish I didn't curse as much as I do. But that's part of life. I try and curb it. I try and use it only for emphasis. and Right. Yeah. Um, but you can just leave. You don't have to tell me you're leaving. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. No. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, Carly, love, love that Viola TikTok lady. Gotta go follow her for sure. Plus, I gotta find convict donald too <laughs> yes please i we should put the links you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put the links in the next couple of descriptions to to make sure that we're we're giving those people credit those are great TikToks. Huge. those were amazing uh, yeah <clears throat> especially when it, the the edited footage you know went back and forth going back and forth between viola davis and so also great. the head <laughs> so fucking great uh, Pamela, you guys need to educate yourselves on the vaccine. Joe Rogan is right. Uh, it's funny that nobody can tell you what information was wrong on the Joe Rogan show. Funny thing about people well, like I, Pam. I can tell you. God. Funny thing about people like Pam is they refuse to acknowledge the Sanjay Gupta episode, which he promoted the vaccine. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rebecca, doctors saying it's trauma to the level of a baseball bat or a fall of 20 to 30 feet orbital fracture as well uh, is just crazy. So. It is. That's it. Adds fuel to the conspiracy fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big C finally ordered Jumpstart three packs for my new espresso machine. Probably be awesome. Thank you guys. Nice. I think it will be. I would love to know how it turns out in your espresso yeah. machine. Let us know because we we want to know that. Yeah. Um. We made uh, Jumpstart. Uh, you might have left already because you leave all the parties early. That's true. For no yeah. reason. No reason. And. <laughs> Um, I, we made a whole pot and I was like, I said to my, my wife was like, you want to share a cup? And I go, no, we, I, we made a whole pot gone. Like a huge, you, I, I don't You've seen the pot that I, I the one you have. Yeah. Yeah. Massive fucking pot of coffee. Everybody was like sucking it down. By the time me and my wife had to share a cup of coffee, like animals. Unbelievable. Fucking people. See, now you, you have to get the, uh, you know, the subscription. So you get more. Yeah delivered no i gotta get better friends that don't steal my shit oh that's true um i feel bad for your wife by the way did we talk about this sure we had the friends um, gathering and it was literally your wife's birthday and she was like on call for work and like she had to keep she, she had to keep doing work yeah the whole weekend she yeah. seemed like in a panic the whole like she couldn't just sit and relax because she was like fucking checking her shit and she had I to just, be on call uh she had to keep working even yesterday that the party was saturday Yesterday, Sunday, she still threw the Super Bowl. It was for like some major launch today. Did it happen or did it not? Yeah, happen? everything went off well. Really? Yeah. 
thanks to your fucking wife and probably Absolutely. nobody else. Yeah, no, they they praised her up and down. They really, you know, gave her a couple extra days off and stuff like that. They they, you know, so they, you know, showed that they were grateful. But yeah, she had to work the whole weekend, and it was, you know, stressful for her, and it was it was tough. Uh, Catherine, now I'm just worried about someone did something to Mr. Saget. It seems strange. His head injuries were so horrible. It reminds me of that old Bob Crane case. But I can't imagine who would want to kill Bob Saget. Yeah, didn't some guy kill Bob Crane that he was like having orgies with or some shit? Uh, I saw that movie. I can't remember. I'm not sure. Don't know that one. Yeah. Too, too well. Uh, Laura, doesn't feel right. Bob Saget doesn't add up. Agree. Yeah. We need answers. I think we're starting a movement here, buddy. I think we need some definite answers here because, yeah, there's unanswered stuff with, with Bob Saget. Yeah. Um, Jake writing in. Also, Anthony. Oh, hold on. Frankie is full of logical fallacies. I would love to be able to debate him sometime regarding the COVID topic. He uses. I'll give you his number, Jake. You guys can do it off the air. Where you can't harm anybody with your boringness. <laughs> um, he uses appeals to authority and blanket statements like the scientists think and the government does. Feel free to reach out. Again, I'd love to debate some time. Also, say, Anthony saying you're safe for getting the vaccine is a logical fallacy called begging the question. The debate is about the safety of the vax. Claiming it's safer is an assumption that we are debating. Uh, it you could not be wrong. Not an wrong, assumption. Jake. It's not an assumption. It's it, proven. Although it can possibly have uh, poor side effects on some, for the most part, is a better thing and is a safer play. Sorry. Yeah, I know you can't that accept one. that and you have issues. You have your own issues and everything, and that's fine. But it's just, uh, you know, sorry. The facts are the facts. So. Now, when you're talking about younger children, I don't agree because I don't think enough has been done just yet. But that's a different topic. I'm saying for most of us, it, you know, it, for the most part, it's the safer yeah, place. It's not. Well, them. those young, the younger children under five, it's not even out yet. Mm -hmm. still they're still working on it. By the way, and people are acting like they're not going to fine tune this and like really make it 100% and make it a requirement for schooling moving forward. Like all the other vaccines are for school. Like like if you don't think that that's the end game of this, like you're fucking crazy. Like that's what's going to happen. They're going to fine tune this, they're going to continue doing studies, they're going to make it better and uh, look, will it be ever be perfect? I don't know. But if you think that it's not going to be like the six or seven other vaccines or three vaccines that kids are required to have to go to school, you're fucking batshit crazy. The only hope is, is that they will allow enough time to really test this out for the kids until they know it's one billion percent safe. And that's the that's only way it should be done. That's why it's not out yet. It's no. not out yet. So and also, you know, what just occurred to me, there, there's all these commercials with these different drugs that. They cause this, they cause that. There's like a list of the side effects that they tell you on TV. It may cause this, drowsiness, blah, 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 right. liver fails, your kidneys fails. People are taking those medicines all the time knowing that they these side effects are possible. But the vaccine with with no proven, you know, 100, with the, even the side effects are very small uh, percentage of people would get the minuscule side effects. They're like, oh, you don't know, you don't know. It's like, well, they're listing these vac these drugs on TV with all these side effects, and people are taking them by the fistful. It's like, what do you, mm. what do you want? Yeah, every every medicine out there has some kind of you know, side effect. 
Um, we're putting out more clips on uh, the vertical. Vertical is a big thing now, Frank, on TikTok, Reels. What is that? YouTube Shorts, Facebook I we, Reels. I thought we all got on board with landscape. <laughs> we did. Now it's did the other way. Did we do that? It's that's, going the other way now. So anyway, uh, we put out uh, Pence. Our says, parents were right. No, <laughs> Pence says Trump was wrong and Trump responds part two. These are a series of of uh, of the, of uh portraits that we put out there Thank you, you go. um to which cream pie responds oh you miss the fact that most of israel loves trump suggest you check out the abraham accords go fuck yourself because here's the point it's just comedy it was just a bunch of jokes in that clip me doing a really poor trump voice with a really stupid trump mask talks about the fact that he is debating putting whoopi goldberg as his vice president for anybody to respond to that by saying, no, you missed the point. Israel loves him. You're fucking crazy. And you're, you can't even pay attention to 60 seconds of a pretty funny bit. Not my own opinion. The majority of the audience who also wrote in to say, you should keep doing these because they're hysterical. So agreed. Not everything is politics. Sometimes it's just a fucking joke. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's uh, Donald Trump saying he has, you know, the best, uh, you know, comb over. It's not like he ever said, you know, it's, it's yeah. just comedy for some t- some of this. And we've done the Trump and we've done the Biden. It's not politically motivated. It's yeah. the agenda is to make you chuckle a little bit, mm-hmm. to calm the fuck down with your politics and just when laugh at something. When we're being serious, you'll, you know, we're being yeah. serious. When we're having fun, you, you'll know. Teresa, do your research with anything you are putting in your body that can't be removed. If you get your medical advice from a comedian, politician, or newscaster, at least get a second opinion from a medical professional. I could agree with all of that except for the part where she says, do your research. That pissed me off. I hate that race. <laughs> do we have a shirt that says that? Do your research? I don't think we should. Though. I, don't yeah, think we should. I, I don't know if I could bring I myself to promote that phrase anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I want to get rid of that phrase. Yeah, that phrase haunts our dreams. Phrase drives me crazy because it's not research. You're just finding like-minded opinions on social media. Because uh, if you were really doing research, you would continue to search until you found something that you disagree with to educate yourself. Boom. And if you're researching a vaccine, I want to see your lab. Mm-hmm. Then you're doing research. Yeah. Um, Susan writes uh, from the last episode, uh, Frankie C, kudos on the Goldilocks joke. Uh, nice one. Thank you. What was the? Oh yeah, that was really funny. About, bears thing. Yeah, the bears thing. Shit, we got to pull that. That's got to be one of the the real highlights. That was fun. Yeah, that that was a good one. I don't even remember what the hell the context was, but uh. Yeah, I can't remember now. It's, <laughs> it's just fine. We got no memory. Uh, I, uh, Aaron writes in. I I think this is your wife, Frank. I agree with Janine. I'm vaccinated and had more severe symptoms than my peers who are unvaccinated, and I'm a very healthy person. I also That's work in a hospital <laughs> and care and see every day the impact of COVID. I respect your opinion, Frank, but really, it's not based in real life experience. Um, so she sees the effects of COVID in the hospitals. What What am I missing? Um, I, well, I think her point is, is what's kind of been my point, which is, is that it's not, things have changed over the last six months, but I don't know. I can't speak for Aaron. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely changed, but it's still COVID. It's still your vaccine versus COVID. That's, that's the reality of it. 
Uh, Laura Saget, maybe he slipped in the shower. I mean, he is a tall guy. That would be a big fall, but still, a I don't know. Big fall, and there are, I mean, in a bathroom, I mean, isn't that 90% of the accident? Whatever the, I don't know what the percentage is, but mo most accidents in the home happen in the bathroom. Because mm -hmm. of all the slipping. And the hard surfaces alone. I mean, the sink, the toilet, the, the tub, the tile walls, everything in there is a hard surface for the most part. So I can um, see that. Heather uh yes things are super fishy around bob the minute i heard it yeah um she also writes uh, you guys are spot on i absolutely love my job i've been doing massage for 17 years love being a massage therapist however you get these idiots where they want to turn it into a perverted thing it's so uncomfortable it makes me sick to my stomach i've been following the epstein thing for the last four years and it just makes me sick almost not want to be a massage therapist uh, a year and a half ago, I started my own business and part of my advertising. I left the word massage out and put in pain relief and muscle work. It makes me sad to have to do that. It's like a red flag to some people. That's sad. It is sad. I mean, because we can't. I mean, we do a podcast. So we can't really imagine. But could you imagine if we did a podcast and people were like, oh, that's really good. You want to jerk me off now? We'd be like, what? the? What? I'd be what? like. I don't know how many times I got to tell you no, Anthony, but no. <laughs> like that was a funny bit. You think it was a funny bit? It was a funny bit. Now you want to jerk me off? And we'd be like, well, this is like, a... where did... this has nothing to do with why? Yeah. Uh, no, I we totally get the the plight of the massage therapist. I'm glad you get the plight. You want to jerk me off now? <laughs> That's see, we we relate. We know. I get it. That just in that example, Heather, it must be incredibly irritating. I can't even imagine that, that right there. Those two times that you asked, incredibly <laughs> irritating. And there's no physical way it could actually happen. Right. But it was still incredibly irritating. I had a person in the room with you, and I can't imagine how just that's devastating. No. Naked person in the room with you. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, I watched Joe Rogan uh, with the mentality that it's him sitting down talking with friends. Yes, he brings things to my attention but i don't listen thinking he's 100 percent about correct about everything it's just a podcast agree, i agree are... with dylan on the surface so much but i'm glad he said this because it brings up a point that i made which is it, i think rogan bears some responsibility but what exaggerates just this is the traditional media outlets taking a little snippet and going look at how fucking awful this is and then 17 other traditional outlets responding to that and then people just responding to that headline then and then what he fucking originally said doesn't even matter anymore it's turned into a game of telephone but he still has to be wary of that i know it's not fair but it's the, it comes with the territory believe me because i've been in that situation not on this scale of rogan but i've been through that situation on a local scale and it's it's you just have to be you got to bear some responsibility for it agreed um gail hi you two handsome men oh it doesn't really matter what else she said that's all i read that's, that's all, all that matters need. to me I'm good with Sorry. probably a great point in there but i just can't get past the compliment i'll take it um hi you two handsome men you would think that the physical therapist would say keep your shorts or underwear on that sounds weird to get totally naked maybe that's old school that's pretty gross to uh that's pretty gross about the back door stuff talking about prince andrew last episode pretty ballsy to think uh, that he that she'd do that. What a pig! Uh, I think there's another comment might might be another comment in there uh, that says that it's not unusual for some people to be completely naked because there are some massage therapists that work on 
the glutes. Yep. I think she said. Um, so in some cases, they need to be uh, fully naked. But I again, so. yeah, they don't. Ha- I feel like she's right. Most cases, they don't have to. Yeah. I get I get annoyed. Like the couple of times I've had a massage, I've had to tell them to stop when they get. I'll be on my stomach and they get towards my inner thighs, getting up close to my rear end. There's something that's just like just above my knees on the back of my legs. There's something that is extraordinarily ticklish about that spot where I just I'm like, you have to stop. I'm like, not there. I can't, you know, I can't like it's you're taking me out of it. Like, you know, teasing me. I get it. (laughs) I just don't like it. Just either go or don't go. But you can't stay in that spot. Yeah, yeah. I just don't go near that area. There's, I've talked about this before. I love my hand, like the hands. And I went one time. That's a good one, yeah. And I was like, can you just focus on the hands? And the girl, like, seemed really put off by that. That is, that does, I don't know why, but the way you just said it sounded creepy. Yeah. And I I was like, I'm not asking, like, I, I, the thought, you were asking for a hand job. I got it. That she's like, is he asking for a handy? It's like, no, my hands, not yours. That's code. Just massage my, like, I want to be like, not doing a code here. Just, yeah, she she thought you, someone told you that's the way you ask for it. Yeah. And that's what she thought you were doing. And yeah. You're a creep. I'd like to go to just hand. Him and I don't even know how I think I think I lost a bet and I had to get a manicure once and they do the hand massage. And ever since that, I was like, that was so relaxing. I've gotten manicures before and they do the hand massage. Yeah. They just get they get in there and they. Can I go it's and like, just get the hand massage and not the manicure? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they'll, you know what? You don't have to. You, they could cut your nails and you don't have to get any, you know. I don't want to cut your nails and hand massage. That's all. I don't care. I just want the hand massage. They say, and you know how people go, oh, I carry my stress back here and this is where you got to work. Even this makes me uncomfortable. Just, I just, just like that little, when they get in there on your palm and they like knead it like a pizza dough, that's so calming to me. Here's, you know how on this show we, we come up with weird like inventions and like yeah. they should make this, they should have gloves that you put on and they massage your hands. Just massage your hands. Like, like right they now. have helmets, they have back things, they have all this stuff, uh, boots that you put in, you massage your feet, but they don't have gloves to massage your hands. Yeah, that's true. The problem is, is somebody will put those gloves on and jerk off, and then there'll be a lawsuit because they burn their dick off. And then, that's well, you it. put on the package, don't use on your dick. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get, no matter what it is, they're gonna put their dick in it. That's the problem. With well, you society. could do that with the, the boot thing anyway, too. You could do that with anything. <laughs> put it, you know, you just have to be not it, not stupid. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's it for me. You got anything else? I'm good over here. I think good we went quick way show. over time. Yeah, right. Frank, let's do let's do 30 minutes tonight because Valentine's Day. We're going like, to okay. fly through it. Yeah, it's going to fly through it two hours later. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for us. Jumpstart Coffee Company. Fantastic. Order with the link in the description below, especially if you blew this Valentine's Day. That'll get you out of the doghouse. That's for sure. How to redeem you. Yeah, Connie, you have to forgive me. I'm just supporting the troops that troops. give you your freedom. That shuts it right down. Yeah. I'm supporting the troops. Well, can't really fight that can't fight it i can't fight this feeling anymore order jumpstart coffee 15 percent off promo code aoa15 happy valentine's day and we'll catch you guys on the next episode